I pressed it. Did you press it? I did. Incredible. That timing, (laughs) that synergy. We did Um, it. So So in sync. Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, I should preface this. There was a heat wave. Um, Maybe I should do some information about it. But it's kind of over in the UK, at least. I know it's hit Scandinavia and stuff, which is fucking weird to me to imagine, because I've been to Sweden in the summer, and it's like... I don't know. If you've been to Spain in December, it's exactly the same. Um, but apparently it's, it's real, real bad. And in Northern Europe, as you might know, um, none of our places actually have, like, air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Like, anywhere. Like, I have a single fan. And my partner's from the Mediterranean, so... They don't want me to cool down the flat. They're like, they're oh, like, yeah, I'm home now. Exactly. They're like, finally, I'm in my, in my element. They don't talk like that. They're not Russian, but I can't do the <laughs> accent. So, um, so, so I just have my one fan, and it was going fine. Um, to be honest, they, they, because I'm in, like, a big flat building, and I think a lot of other people probably do have some sort of things, and, like, a lot of it is in the shade. It was actually all right. It's just when you went outside, and suddenly you feel like you're melting on the surface of the sun or something. Um... Which is, I mean, I've been, I went to New York in the summer and it was kind of like that, to be honest. Um, so I imagine for Americans it, feel, it would feel very normal and fine, but we're sensitive and we have no ways of dealing with it. And if I was living in, say, Arizona, I would buy a house with air conditioning. Um, and we don't really have that option here. Um, yeah. None of our houses are even insulated, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not, like, prepared for the heat or the cold. I, I saw some people saying that, like... You know, everyone keeps saying our houses are insulated to keep in the heat. Like, no, actually, it's not the case. <laughs> yeah, we're not insulated at all. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, like, a lot of Americans who are trying to, like, calm down the, the, de- the ones of you from the desert, they're like, I've never, I've never seen a Britain person get warm or something. I don't know how people talk. Um, that was <laughs> terrible. Um, but, like, a lot of people even trying to counter that with being like, oh, no, the houses are built for the cold. It's like, no, they're not built for fucking anything. Like, a lot of our houses were built in, like, the Victorian era. And, like, they're just basically... They were built to, like, be drafty because of all the, like, the soot and shit. And now they're just damp and humid and weird. And, like, if it's... When in winter, we're generally fucking freezing. And in the summer, it doesn't vent out the heat at all. It's not really built for any weather. It's just sort of built to so that we don't complain that we don't have a house. Um, yeah, fair enough. And, you know... It's easier like, in the US. Well, I think I think in the US because you have so many different places, so like many different like climates within the, like one country, you actually think about it a little bit more. Yeah, and, basically. Like, it, I mean, like I live in the Midwest, and it gets really, really hot here and really, really cold here. So, I mean, there are places that don't have air conditioning, or like they might have a bunch of window units and not central air conditioning. But there are enough places with central air that I can say fuck that. Like, I will not live in a place that doesn't have air conditioning. And, like, then I want to move up to, like, Washington or something, and I know a lot of their homes up there are not... They are equipped to keep in the heat because of it being, like, pretty chilly up there consistently. And then now they're getting these kind of, like, heat waves. Um, so they are they are having a lot of difficulty in that part of the country dealing with that. So I think we would have to try to find a place with air conditioning because my partner is, like, heat sensitive and stuff for migraines. And we keep isopods and stuff like that. Like you have to, it's a climate control type thing you have to do. Um, so I'm not excited about that. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Like being in Kansas uh, is, you know, not politically great necessarily, <laughs> but it is uh, one of the better places to be as far as global warming. <laughs> like we have tornadoes and floods. Those are like our natural disasters. Tornadoes are on a single trajectory. They don't really mess a lot up 
outside that window and then flooding is also pretty like just don't fucking live right next to a river <laughs> see i was always like very scared of like the midwest when i like when i heard about it because i just pictured because people talk about the tornadoes and i picture well i don't want to live anywhere well, like at any point, like my house can get ripped up from under me and I just get flung 50 feet into the air. I know that's not probably how it is, but like you mean, when you've only seen The Wizard of Oz and you live in a country with like the most fucking banal climate in the world where all that happens is it rains and nothing exciting. I think any oh, sense yeah, of danger is just fucking terrifying. <laughs> like That's fair. We went like 10 years between major tornado scares. Like we had a, a serious like, OK, this tornado actually messed up some houses like a couple years back but before that it had been a full 10 years since i had experienced like an actual tornado warning like we need to go sit in a protected area in the house just in case kind of thing mm. i mean like what would you do if your house got like it was in the tornado path like is there a, like a protocol for that yeah totally um uh i mean obviously like you don't really want to travel like it's generally considered un unless you're like several hours ahead of a bad storm and you're like i'm gonna like evacuate in a in my part of the country like the storms always come from west to east um mm. and they and they kind of also generally follow some paths um they will they'll like often miss certain cities because of whatever particular like there's a lake nearby or something that messes up the atmospheric pressures and like sends storms in other directions. So you can kind of get an idea of where stuff is gonna be and get out of the path of it. But most of the time it's generally considered like you hunker down, if you have a basement, you go into the basement, uh, you wanna have like a radio ideally so that you can keep updated on like um, what's going on, like a battery powered radio obviously in case power goes out and you know, just kind of hunker down for a few hours. It's And it's also usually not longer than a few hours of like, here's an intense storm. If you don't live in a place with a basement, you go sit underneath like a door jam because those are like the structurally most safe place in a building. So, you know, at my the apartment that I lived in when we had our last tornado scare in our hallway, there were basically like three or four doors kind of all jammed together in this one janky ass hallway. So we just plopped down in the hallway because that's like the safest place in the whole building to oh be. Oh, my God. So is that, is, is that could it, so like if a tornado hit that, this is going to sound very, very pretty stupid. I have no experience with these at all. Yeah. If a tornado hits this building, and you were in that bit, is it going to be like in that episode of Doctor Who where like they get hit by the bomb and they're just underneath a, like a doorway and they just all stand there and the rest of the building is destroyed, or is it just increasing your chances? Like, so it sort of depends, you know, on the intensity of the storm. Sometimes the storm will just like pull the roof off of the building or part of the roof. Um, usually the just biggest the danger is, yeah, yeah, that can happen. Like um, <laughs> if it just goes, I mean, that's like, it's if it's like right on top of, you know, like really close to the tornado there. But most of the danger is from debris, like things being thrown around through windows and shit, like stuff getting picked up. Um, it's usually not like a whole car is gonna get picked up, you know, that's a little bit excessive, but like, trampolines and lawn furniture and stuff like that like those are generally the things that are considered the greater hazard but there is a danger of of the building collapsing like they do just fucking wipe out buildings sometimes and yes there is a chance that you'll just be like sitting underneath a doorway grasping the door jam um as like the building collapses around you like that's a possibility Jesus. just an extremely rare one fucking hell <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's all scary. I mean, like, I remember, like, I have a friend that moved to Texas a few years ago, and I remember, like, a video from, like, I was trying to make sure it was okay, but, like, a video came up, like, not long ago, or not long after, of this tornado near where he lives, which just had, like, three fucking massive trucks swirling around in it. And that's just the image I think that I have. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's very um, Twister. I don't know if you saw that movie back in like the 90s with no. Bill Paxton. Oh, it's a great movie. Uh, <laughs> they're storm chasers, that's the whole thing. Um, um, and they're trying to like capture images in from the inside of a tornado that have never been caught before. So that's like the scheme of it. It's a pretty fun movie. Well, that's cool. <laughs> but also like people from the, it's so funny that you're so freaked out by tornadoes conceptually because people from the midwest are stupid it's like the sirens are going off like and then like we're standing outside like looking up at the sky and going like wow this looks really cool (laughs) because it's because the path of the tornado is is generally so it's easy to keep track of you'll generally know if you're in the path or not so otherwise we're just like wow this storm all this electricity in the air it's very exciting you'll see it coming towards you i suppose yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's a pretty clear. It's not like a hurricane where like the hurricane is like massive wind like in the entire area, you know. So in a way, I'm kind of like, yeah, the Midwest is actually not a terrible place to be, even if tornadoes start happening more frequently. Because I mean, fuck it, just like start building more homes underground. <laughs> yeah, and you already know how to deal with. It, I suppose like any of these things, like if you're used to it, I suppose. Like, the way that British people talk about Australia is, and they're like, oh, I could never live there, all the spiders and the snakes. I'm like, it's probably not that bad once you get used to it. (laughs) I think earthquakes would freak me out a lot, you know? Oh, 100%. Like, when I think about, like, California and stuff, I think about earthquakes, and that freaks me out. Exactly. Um, We we have them mildly here sometimes, but I've I've never been aware of them. I'll hear about it later and be like, oh, I didn't notice that. I was asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've never been caught, like, I usually sleep through them in the Britain because they're always so small because we're so far from, like, any, like, fault lines. Yeah. Um, like, I, think we're, I think, like, the closest one is the one that, like, is the reason why um, Iceland is all volcanic, so it's quite far away. Um, but, like, I know, like, um, in Zagreb in Croatia, if you, if, like, I think it was last year or the year before, they had, like, a big earthquake and there's still, the buildings are crumbled because of that. So you can see, like, how much damage it can do and it's still quite freaky. And they're quite mm-hmm. far away from it as well, to be honest. So, anyway, this was all, I was just, as a warning, if the heat wave's still going on, which I don't, it's not in the UK, but it might be in other parts of the, the of Europe and it might be back. And I saw the US heat map was looking pretty dire. I mean, um, it's every day I look at my little, like, weather update thing on my computer on like windows 10 and it's like heat wave i'm like it's been over a month that every day it is um in fahrenheit it'll be somewhere between 90 and 100 and i think if i were to translate that into celsius that's like 34 to 40 degrees some like really Uh... fucking hot like it's hot here every day, but we I were forty five last week, which is like completely unheard of. Like completely unheard of in the UK. Yeah, isn't like, that like one hundred and ten Fahrenheit? Something I, I, like that. I've never used Fahrenheit in my life, but I imagine so. <laughs> so, <laughs> like when I, I try to have in mind just like a, like this is equivalent to this, and then I can kind of figure it out from there. Yeah, yeah, but no, but it was crazy. Like in like it's never been that hot in this country before, and it was one of these things they were predicting. Like, oh, by twenty fifty, it'll be that hot, and everyone's like, no, you're mad. It'll never be like that, and now it's happening already. Mm-hmm. And there's still, like, those fucking right-wingers on TV being like, oh, we all was, you know, 1970s, it was hot once, all we did was have an ice cream. Get over it. I'm like, fucking Jesus Christ. Um, so don't listen to those people. Um, have water all the time if you have a place of clean water. Um, if you don't, stock up on bottled water and keep it in your fridge or wherever. 
um, if the power goes out, you're going to want some. So maybe you can have some backup. But always, always, always have water with you, some shade, a nice fan if you got it. Um, I guess you had air conditioning in your country, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> I still like I have to strategize for when I when I go outside like especially when I didn't have um, air conditioning in my car there's a lot of like get a get a wet rag and put it around your neck and like get your hair wet so that you can disperse more heat through the top of your head uh, keep your feet wet and like put your feet in cold water that kind of stuff yeah I know if I stop for if I stop for lunch or something I'll always get like a can of like kind of like something fizzy not necessarily to drink i mean i will drink it but just to hold against your forehead for a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> which is nice um but no like you worry about your pets as well more than anything and um, like if you notice them panting and stuff like you walk around and you see like seagulls and crows and stuff panting you want to know you're looking after your pets and making sure they're all okay and hydrated and not like i know you'll you know the signs if they're your pet to look out for but yeah look after yeah. yourselves out there Get ice packs. Like, you can lay ice packs on the floor and your pet will lay on top of them and probably thank you for it. Mm. Yeah, we had a little runway for our parrot in the, with water, but she didn't give a shit. Um, she's from a species that's native to, like, Mexico, so I suppose it's fine for her, even though she grew up in, like, South Wales. So she sh- Yeah, she's, like, physically more able to deal with the hotter temperatures. I think so. Also, she's, like, an inch tall, so I suppose, like, the heat is, like, not the same. Like, he doesn't really retain it. But I don't know. She's, she's, she's changed a lot. She doesn't even eat fruit anymore. Like, she's supposed to feed her, like, a mixed diet. But she just, at some point, she just refused to eat fresh food. So now we just give her seeds. And it's really bad. And I should change that. Um, anyway, this is MKG. <laughs> um, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. We came back last week, uh, talked about bodily autonomy. We tried to talk about surgery. This week, we're not even going to try and talk about surgery. So um, there was a little weather report. They usually go at the end of news reports. This time it was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Dr. Catherine. This is Zephyr on the Luxander channel on YouTube. You might have seen it. Um, yeah. Um, I'm, I brought some homework today. Oh. I thought, you know, both our countries are fairly xenophobic, to various degrees of irony, given um, who originally lived in Turtle Island, and (laughs) how many different people um, invaded the UK and stuff like that. You know, like, any Americans listening, well, if you've ever heard someone talk about Anglo-Saxon heritage or whatever, that's completely made up. Um, Ways and ways of immigration to the UK, no one in, like, you couldn't trace it back to one civilization and that's basically just invention for white supremacy and uh yeah especially if you're like irish american and you think you're part of that um look up what our country did to your country so what i've done is i decided it would be funny if we tried to pass our country's citizenship tests and test how well we know what the government thinks we should know about our countries and therefore whether we deserve to live where we do or if we're going to have to leave and get deported to, I don't know, somewhere else. I love that as a citizen, I don't have to know things about my country. Exactly. I mean, it's better. You grow up there, you're like, fuck it, I don't need to know. But then, like, someone who's like, what, just came over there to work a nice job, like, being a doctor for you, and they're like, well, you can't stay here unless you know what the Constitutional Convention is. And it's like, oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, this will be fun alert. practice too, because uh, yeah. uh, you you get uh, you get permanent residency in Canada for three years, and then you can take a citizenship test. So I'll have to oh, look up the Canada go. one at some point. There we go. I mean, the Canada one, I assume, is be quite similar, right? 
like similar-ish questions, but like slightly different history. I brought up a British British citizenship test, like a little quiz. It's not an official one. I might do an official one later if you feel like actually seeing if you can pass. Um, Perhaps. But I'm going to ask you some questions. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Which king was executed in 1649? Was it... Oh, God. <laughs> James I, Charles II, James VII, or Charles I? See, I was thinking James, and then I was like, hey, there's so many of them. There are. There are a lot of them. There are a lot of Henry's, a lot of Edward's, a lot of Charles's, a lot but of James's. Was, you said James the first and James the seventh were the two James options? Those are the two James options. They're very okay, different if, James's. If it was in 1649, I feel like the seventh is too late. So I'm going to say James the first. You're going to say James the first. Okay. Yeah. I'll click that. What does it say? Submit. Oh, that's a very... Uh, wrong! How, how could you? Oh, no. Uh-oh. It was Charles I. Ah. <laughs> now. <laughs> this is going to go so well. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Now, you might know if you're British, and I suppose, or if you've just a history nerd, that Charles I was the first king, I think he's the first king to be beheaded, the king that we beheaded, um, in the British Civil War um, to start a republic, and then it turned out that the guy we picked him on a republic was fucking atrocious. So we went back to the monarchy because we're cowards. Um, if you're Irish-American, you will know who that guy is. He's called Oliver Cromwell, and he was an asshole. Uh, okay. Who Fair built enough. the Tower of London? Was it William the Conqueror? Queen Victoria? Queen Elizabeth I? Or, speak of the devil and he shall appear, Oliver Cromwell? <laughs> Well, honestly, my, I was like, hmm, there was an episode of Doctor Who where there was, they were, at, they were there at the tower and there was a, there was a queen there was a with queen. them. Was it Queen Victoria? Or no, no, no. He had his fling with Queen Elizabeth. So it would have been built before Queen Elizabeth. But that also doesn't mean anything to me because I don't know <laughs> when any of the other people were alive. Like, I don't know okay. if Victoria uh, came first. Do you first. want me to give you some help? <laughs> Right. William sure. the Conqueror is the founder of the dynasty that's currently ruling. He took over the country in, like, 1066. Uh, Queen Victoria, Victorian era, quite a recent one. Queen Elizabeth I, she had the white face paint and stuff. She was Henry VIII's daughter. Oliver Cromwell was that dude that came to power after we beheaded the king. So it's between those four. So then the question is... How old is the Tower of London? Which is a, another question that I don't have the answer to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, I've never been to the Tower of London, and I've lived in this country for thirty years. So <laughs> it's just kind of like eh, it's there, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like a little castley thing in the middle of London. Um, I mean, you got one in four chance of getting it right. That's true. I'm gonna guess uh, the oldest option. William. <laughs> yeah. All right, old Billy Bastard. Okay, let's go. Um, submit. Wrong. Uh-oh. Um, who was it? No. No? Was that right? I think it was right. Okay, that was right. It just doesn't tell me when it's correct. It just circles it in red. That's annoying. Okay, Weird. so red All means right. right? 
this is really confusing. Anyway, it was William the Conqueror. So well done. <laughs> nice. I did it. <laughs> You'll be a British citizenship before you know it. Um, if I have someone there to help me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You'll need like a guide. You need to like apply for the special aid. Exactly. Um, right. Which territory is not part of Great Britain? Is it Wales, Northern Ireland, England, or Scotland? Um, it's Northern Ireland, isn't it? It is. Northern ah, okay. Ireland. I do know things. Yeah. I was like, Wales, that's definitely in there. And then I was like, Scotland, I'm pretty sure is also in there. <laughs> yeah. This is, so this is one of these things that weirds me out about these citizenship tests, is that like, I don't, th- I think that maybe we be one of the ones that'll be helpful for living in Britain, but I don't really know why you would ever need to know who built the Tower of London. Like, yeah, it's arbitrary. Like, why do I need to know that? Right. Like, who gives a shit? Like, how often is that going to come up? Like, is that important to know in your day-to-day life? Like, if you're going to do your driving test, is your driving instructor going to be like, oh, the Tower of London, who built that? And if you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe Queen Elizabeth, he's going to be like, okay, ring up the home office, deport you. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> Maybe they've decided that, like, certain cultural things are, like, important for assimilation purposes. Like, you should know the basic kind of history of the country. Maybe that's the gist. Because I know that on the American citizenship tests, there's similar nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It's just that, I, I don't know. Like, if you if it was like, who was William the Conqueror? Maybe. That I'd would be understand. a better question, yeah. Yeah, not who built the Tower of London. That's very, I mean, I guess the whole country's London-centric. I should stop complaining. I'm from Nottingham. Um, <laughs> how often are Prime Minister's questions held in the Parliament... Hmm. No multiple choice on this one? Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) This is a question I don't think you would know unless you were as obsessed with the minutiae of what happens there as I am. Okay. Every day, every week, every two weeks, or once a month. And this is how often the prime minister addresses parliament directly? No, it's, it's this thing where he, the leader of the opposition gets to ask him questions and he has to sort of defend himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're... Okay, I see what you're laying down here. Um, it's like he gets like guess... a rap battle with the most boring people in the world. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say bi-weekly. Okay. Let's click on that. It was every week. Mm-hmm. But surprisingly, it... Well, not surprisingly, it never comes up because it's always really boring and there's never any clips come out. And the current leader of the opposition is just the most dull man on earth, so nothing ever happens. It's always like, Mr. Prime Minister, can you help? Let me know how Brexit is going. It's like, fucking grill him properly, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I feel like if you guys had it, it'd be, like, much more aggressive. I mean, I'm not sure just because be spicy. Not just because your country, your parties like hate each other so much, but just because even just Joe Biden by himself, like answering any questions, like after like three questions, it starts to get heated. He starts insulting them, and I think it'd be really fun to watch. I think you should take it up. I think that would be very fun, and there's definitely some adversarial members of Congress that I'm sure, like Josh Hawley, uh, is a super transphobe and also may have participated in the uh, attempted insurrection. Uh, but anyway, he's a piece of garbage, and I think that it would be very funny to see him try to, like, be mean to Joe Biden and then them just be mean to each other. Like, I actually kind of envy the videos that I see of your parliament and, like, order, order, <laughs> as you all, like, yell at each other. Like, listen, I would kind of, I think politics might be better 
if not the spectacle itself would be better but also like maybe we would hash out our differences a little bit if we it were does not lend so to a bit of a toxic aggressive. atmosphere but i do think it's important that the prime minister doesn't that, that like whoever leads the country gets shat on every now and again like if you're going to be like so arrogant as to think you should lead a whole nation i think you should be lambasted at every fucking opportunity like if you become mm-hmm. like king or like prime minister or president or something you should have to like walk on the street and get pelted with tomatoes every day like honestly if you have the Keep fucking hubris to think that you deserve to rule millions of people people should be constantly telling you how much of a dickhead you are at least then you'll get what you deserve i mean maybe this is saying a lot more about me than anything else but <laughs> 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 I did see the video of Josh Hawley running away that came out like an hour ago as well, yeah. which was quite satisfying. Like uh, it was, it was prancing. It was quite interesting. Um, like I, He's I a fancy like, boy. I run like that, and I'm a homosexual. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, which of the following is a famous British Paralympian? Dame Kelly Holmes, Baroness Tanny Gray Thompson, which is the most British name I've ever heard in my fucking <laughs> life, or Jane Torville. Um, I, I feel like I have no frame of reference for what this question is even asking me for. Um, so, you know, the Paralympian, Paralympic Games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like the Olympics, I, but for disabled people. I think I just missed that one word. Yeah. Uh, but still, I don't know anything about this. So I'm I mean, go with I'll B. be honest with you. I wouldn't know the answer to this. Okay. You said yeah, the Baroness one. Yeah, we're going to guess B. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Oh. Tension. Is it telling me what if I'm right or not? I think I think Suspense. we were right. I think <gasps> we were right. A baroness. Jesus Christ. Ugh. There was this country, there's fucking baronesses and marquises and laws and shit. Jesus Christ. It's like the Ancien Regime. Where was William Shakespeare born? <laughs> Manchester, Oldham, Stratford upon Avon, or Lincolnshire? Oh gosh, I used to know this. Um, this is quite a good pub quiz question, actually, yeah. A good pub quiz question, yeah. Do you have pub quizzes in the UK, US? I don't we know. do, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, of my, one of my friends hosted, it, we call it trivia. Mm. Um, like, just trivia night at the local bar or whatever. Okay, so, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, I was like, like, you trivia don't have pubs, so that would make it quite difficult. <laughs> I mean, it's the same, functionally the same thing. I, I don't know, actually. Like, maybe a pub is meant to be a different social environment than a bar. We also yeah, have bar know. and grills, which are like restaurants, but also there's a bar there. Anyway. I, I feel like in the UK, like a bar implies you're standing. I don't know. Maybe could do. Not. Yeah, could do. I don't know. Anyway. Manchester, Oldham, Stratford or Lincolnshire? <sighs> Stratford. Stratford it is. There we oh, go. There I we knew. go. There was some part of me deep in my mind that knew that actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, if you've, you, you'll have heard it at some point. It's whether you retain the information or not. Exactly. Okay. Who made the first coins to be minted in Britain? The people of the Stone Age, which I think is a band. The Anglo-Saxons, which is not a band. The people of the Iron Age, which should be a band. Or the Romans. When did people in Britain first mint coins? Yes. Iron Age. Okay. Correct. Hey! <laughs> I was like, that seems like a time that we would start doing currency. <laughs> yeah, this says iron, you're going to put someone's face on it. Why not? Why not? <laughs> it's funny how much of this is just like, hmm, I'm, I'm logicking through this instead of just yeah. knowing the answers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that, if that way it works for the American one. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Northern Ireland has its own established church. True or false? 
I mean, I know that Northern Ireland is very Catholic, but do they have a separate church? Oh, don't say that in the Northern Ireland. No? That they're very Catholic. It's very divided. Oh, I see. Okay. That's the reputation that they have anyway. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people in Northern church. Ireland who would love it to have that rep- reputation, but there's also a lot who would be very angry about it, so... <laughs> Fair enough, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll say they have their own church. Okay. It's false. <gasps> is it just... What, what... I mean... Is it just, so, like, normal religion part, stuff? So the, the thing is with Northern Ireland, and this is just an after-effect of colonialism, we're having a little history lesson here, is Ooh. that um, to, appre- to repress the, Brit- the Irish population, there was a time when the British um, government put, like, a bunch of, like, British citizenship, citizens, Protest- like, devout Protestants into Northern Ireland to try and make the population more, like, subservient and more, like, happy with British rule. Because mm. one of the big things that Irish... One of the big um, dividing lines with the Irish when they were fight- fighting against the British is like, listen, we're Catholic, they're Protestant, we have nothing in common. Um, and all that it did basically was mean that, like, there's two communities that both have very, very strong beliefs um, that don't really agree on it. I mean, there's less so now these days, but, like, definitely a few decades ago, it was a very strong dividing line. Um, no one comes from me from Northern Ireland, I'm English, I know fucking nothing, I accept that. Um, <laughs> you decide everything for yourselves. Fuck me. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've only, I've only read a bit of it. Um, and I'm English, so I know nothing. Um, what day is the birth of Jesus Christ celebrated? Father's Day, Christmas Day, New Year, or Boxing Day? Wow. What a tough question. Wow. Well, it's very tough. I mean, like, this I... is what the war on Christmas is all about. They want you to believe, you know, when Bill O'Reilly was on TV, it was like, they want to think like Jesus was born on Father's Day, even though he's the son, not the father. It's a disgrace. Well, I didn't know the answer. You've just given it away. It's Christmas. Oh, fuck. It was Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how you all, you really do like a full month of Christmas over there. It depends where you are. Oh, <laughs> uh, fair. The shops start selling it in, Oct- in like October now, which is just fucking stupid. Same. I'm so annoyed. I'm like, it's not even Halloween. Like, I'm holding the line at at salmon like sewing like you cannot like you cannot absorb the entire last fiscal quarter of the fucking year yeah and it never anyway. used to be like that to be honest and like my family's catholic so like we were a bit like um my mum was always like insistent like you know we don't need to put the, put up the tree at the last possible minute we take it down the first possible minute and i used to hate that as a kid and now when it gets like december 24th i'm like oh fuck do we have to put the tree up <laughs> you know like i sort of understand now <laughs> but it is very magical when you're a child and i guess because like it gets much colder in the uk than a lot of different parts of the world it sort of feels more like that but also never s- the snow never settles because it's so fucking wet so it never oh, yeah, really feels like christmas yeah exactly if it falls it gets slushy in like a day or even less and it never snows on christmas anyway and like it's still nice. We have like a. We used to have this big tr- tr- uh, tradition of like Christmas number one singles and stuff, where everyone, where everyone had released like novelty Christmas songs, and then like Simon Cowell ruined it by taking over that for like twenty years, and it's never been the same again. Anyway, Percy Simon Cowell, <laughs> fucking Simon Cowell. What sort of battle was the Battle of Britain fought between Germany and Britain in the summer of nineteen forty? Was it a sea battle, an air battle? A mountain battle, or a battle without rifles. In what year? 1940. I'm going to say it was a naval battle. It was an aerial battle. 
Ah, shit, of course. But you'd never know that from talking to British people because they seem to think that all of them, especially the ones who were born after World War II, were in World War II and that fought on the front lines and were like, oh, you could never see the war before we had to be in the trenches all day. But actually, the Nazis never actually got to Britain. Like, they, like, bombed us from the air. And, like, a lot of cities were bombed. And, like, a lot of... um, And there was, like, a lot of air battles. But they never, like... It wasn't like in France, where they actually occupied the country, and, like, Poland and Ukraine, where they genuinely killed millions of people in there. Um, Partially because it's an island and it's far away. Yeah, there Um, weren't infantry on the ground. But it was was a danger on your soil on account of the bombings. Like, in, in a similar way, there's, like, the U.S., since since we've been like past the civil war i don't think we've really had substantial like troops on the ground type stuff on our soil but aerial attacks are a thing that we are all still like subject to obviously yeah exactly okay there are 15 national parks in england wales and scotland what are national parks giant greenhouses <laughs> Land formations of columns made from volcanic lava? Areas of protected countryside? Or medieval buildings? I really do want to know what those columns are called, though, because they're really neat. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me think of Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> I'm not really sure what they're talking about, to be honest. I mean, I wish I did. You Are you not familiar with the formations? Which formations are we talking about? I'll have about? to show like, you a picture later. Like the ones I, in like China and stuff, where it's like a giant tour in the middle of the, in like a river area. I don't know. There are like some areas where there are like a lot of like craggy columns. It's like, why the hell are there all like, it'll be like a bunch uh, of them in a small area. So it's a specific formation. I'm not sure what they're called. So I should know about that because I did like a geology module, but don't, I, I, I didn't pay attention. What do you think the answer is? <laughs> yeah, it's protected countryside, I think. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I had to guess. Land formations, col- I'm going to Google this. Oh, one second. Columns. This going to be really loud. Made of volcanic lava. Basalt columns. The Devil's Post Pile in California. What a name. Oh, so yeah. like the Giant's Causeway. Oh, I, yeah, I see. I was thinking about that, but I didn't know what it was formed of. They are gorgeous, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, wasn't that the one where Luke was in the end of um, in those Star Wars movies, where he was an old man drinking milk? I don't know. Oh yeah, I guess there were. Yeah, I don't mm. know. Anyway, <laughs> okay, let's find out where I was. Um, <laughs> who was reigning in England when English settlers first began to colonize the eastern coast of America? Was it Queen Victoria, Henry VIII, Elizabeth I, or Charles II? I mean, that's that's Henry, right? It was Elizabeth I. It's Elizabeth. God damn it! Yeah, that's his. I'm, that's his daughter. To be fair, that's kind of this close. Okay, so the, yeah, because my brain went like, "You'll be back soon. You'll see." Like I went <laughs> straight to Hamilton. So. <laughs> That's good. You've got, you got a good voice there. Um, I thought it, I, I sing would on stream all the time. <laughs> yeah, I would have said um, I would have said Charles the Second, um, so I would have got it wrong. So because <laughs> like because of colonization feels like a very Stuart's dynasty thing. Like Charles the Second, famous. He was the guy that we brought back after Oliver Cromwell was an asshole, and we were like, "You're on thin ice, but you can come back and be a king." And he basically co-sponsored the slave trade and made it like a massive thing and really, really funded it. 
um, is one of the things, if you look at how the royal family was involved in the slave trade, look at the history of Charles II, it's fucking grim. And, like, all of his dynasty thereafter, yeah, not a good guy. Um, I mean, mm. none of these people are good guys, to be fair. Um, all good girls, which sounds really weird and patronising. <laughs> so I apologise for saying that. Be careful. <laughs> As a British citizen... Which of the below is one of your responsibilities? Uh, What's one of my responsibilities? One, to respect and obey the law. Two, to walk your dog only during the day. No (laughs) night walks for dogs. Three, to go to church on a Sunday. Four, to look after yourself and your family. So only one of these is your obligation? Uh, Apparently. Okay, I'm just going to go with the first one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what a stupid fucking question. What is... Some of them are really dumb, and, and they're like gimmies, and some of them are like, why do I, like, I, as a U.S. citizen, don't even know this on the U.S. citizenship test. All right, where is Swansea located? England, Northern Ireland, Scotland, or Wales? Where is what? Swansea. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go see. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't know what sea. that is. The sea is not an option. <laughs> <laughs> option three. Scotland. It was Wales. It was Wales. Oh, shit. Yeah, I Wales. don't know anything about Wales. <laughs> I mean, most most English people don't either, to be honest. Um, <laughs> who established the Church of England? Was it Henry VIII, Oliver Cromwell, Winston Churchill, or William of Orange? <laughs> Winston Churchill. <laughs> Um, no, I guess that would have been... Was that Henry? Yes, it was Henry. Oh, nice. It was Henry. Looking at Winston Churchill. Just throw him in there. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a famous guy? This guy. True. He probably did some stuff. Scotland and Wales use a system called individual registration, where all those entitled to vote must complete their own registration form. True or false? True? False. Okay. Although I just what a fucking weird who who the fuck would know that? Um, which court deals with minor criminal offences in Scotland? Fuck me. Oh God. <laughs> the sheriff court, the magistrates court, the crown court, or justice of the peace court? This is fucking horrific. I'm gonna guess the magistrate one. So that's the only one I've heard of. Okay, it was justice of the peace court. Jesus fucking Jesus. Christ. All right. God. Neither of us can live in this country apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Which of the following records gives us information about England during the reign of William I? The Magna Carta, the Doomsday Book, or the Canterbury Tales? <laughs> the, the, my local Renaissance festival, the town, quote-unquote, is called Canterbury, which is that's just funny to me. Nice. Um, it's the Magna Carta, isn't it? It's not. It's not. <laughs> so... This, I'll do a little bit of explaining on this. The Magna Carta is what British people think is our constitution, but it's really, really not. Um, mm. It's this document that got drawn up by King John the First, I think? It's one of the Johns. And he drew it up because his barons revolted, and it basically enshrines the rights of barons in law because they were pissed off that they didn't have any role. Mm. Um, and it's basically... And in, from there on, it sort of evolves into like more of a sort of parliamentary system over and over again but it has nothing to fucking do with this it's just the start of a chain reaction they could have gone either way um but in this country they think that when people talk about their freedoms they're like oh it's in the magna carta it's like it's fucking not are you a baron <laughs> are you a baron no then you're not in the magna carta the domesday book or the doomsday book which is a cooler name for it 
is just a census, basically. It's a big census. And the Canterbury Tales is a medieval text that I don't know much about, so I will stop talking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these political parties was part of a coalition government in 2010? The Green Party? The Labour Party? The Liberal Democrats Party? The Green Party? It was the Liberal Democrats. Oh, I didn't know that you had a group called that. Yeah, so they used to be our second party. Um, so we used to have the Conservatives and the Lib Dems and the and the there's Conservatives and the Whigs, and it was Conservatives and the Liberals, and then the Liberals um, got overtaken by the Labour Party in like the early 20th century because the working class was more organised and they were like fuck these people they don't fight for us, so they're basically okay. just like a third group that prevents Labour from ever getting in because they always take away half the vote, well not half the vote but like a big chunk of the vote, and so like Tories keep voting Tory. And like there's like votes, and they're, they're like the centrist party basically. And at some point in the at some point the the Labour Party split into like a more centrist faction called the Social Democrat Party, and then mm -hmm. they fused with the Liberal Party and became the Liberal Democrats Party. It's a very boring history, but basically they came in in 2010 and said they were going to get rid of tuition fees, and so everyone voted for them because fuck tuition fees. And yeah. then um, they got into coalition with the Conservatives and. It tripled tuition fees instead. So um, no one of my generation has trusted them since. And with good reason. Haggis. Oh, boy. Is <laughs> <laughs> a traditional food from which area? I mean, it's Scotland. It's Scotland. <laughs> Scotland. Do not need the multiple choice. <laughs> I Isn't it haggis? Gonna... It's like organ meat, right? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. awful in like a skin thing. It's actually really nice. Like it's just full of herbs and stuff. So like it's it's really like herbed up. So it just tastes like a bunch of herbs. Nice. It's good if you ever try haggis. Like it sounds disgusting, but it tastes fucking delicious. Um, Is it not... have it I don't even know if it's legal here. Like, why would it be not be legal here? You for some reason, I have some <laughs> idea that it's like, because like you can't buy like non-pasteurized milk and stuff like that in certain places. Like, there's weird food restrictions, and it also depends on state to state here in the U.S. So, okay, I just had this idea that for some reason, I like haggis was not something you could even get here. I like the idea that you can't buy haggis, but you can everything has high fructose corn syrup in it, and that's somehow fine. Yeah, I mean it's a filler. <laughs> There we go. If you had high fructose haggis, you know, exactly win-win. Like someone, somebody get a marketing department on the phone. Inject um, haggis into other foods. Exactly. Oh, can you imagine? You cut into your like, you know, you think you're having a cherry pie. Oh, it's fucking haggis underneath. Oh, oh boy. What is this? <laughs> Fourth of July, Mardi Gras. You bring out the king cake. Oh no, it's full of haggis. You know, <laughs> the, instead of the baby inside there, it's just like a, a piece of haggis. <laughs> just a piece of haggis. Congratulations, doctor. It's a haggis. <laughs> Gender reveal, but it's a haggis. You know, they think there's no pink or blue. It's just tartan smoke comes out. You're like and doing the your ultrasound. Start playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, it's Scottish. You know. Anyway. <laughs> Amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that thing. In 1913, the British government promised home rule for Ireland. Why were any changes in Ireland delayed until 1921? What a loaded question. Due to the <laughs> outbreak of the First World War. <laughs> due to the outbreak of the Second World War. Because there was not a king on the British throne. Due to the outbreak of the Black Death. I mean, I guess it would have to be World War One. I. I would imagine so. Although, like just you know, the real answer the is just the real answer is just colonialism, really, because they could have done it if they wanted to. 
Like, yeah, of course. Like, they drug their feet because of World War One. Like, like, yeah, they used that as an excuse. <laughs> what excuse did we use for not giving them their freedom <laughs> for ten fucking years? What? That's a way better way to word that question. <laughs> it's just like, why are they giving you this so you could like also be rude to the Irish by being like, well, World War One was happening. It was like you just became a British citizen. I mean, yeah, you're you talking your, shit to the Irish. Yeah, just wait for a couple years, a couple years. We'll get to you. Oh, my God. This is awful. Okay. In 1348, one third of the population in England, Wales, and Scotland died as a result of which disease? Measles? Leprosy? Smallpox? The Black Death? It was leprosy. No. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, it was the plague. Yeah, yeah. Leprosy would have been an interesting one. I don't think you died of leprosy, did you? You just lose a bunch of body parts. I don't know. I don't know anything about leprosy. Um, I mean, it's kind of like saying you don't technically die of cancer. You die because cancer causes organ failure, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you lose lose the limbs, and it's still leprosy's fault. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of the COVID deaths, and then people were like, oh, yeah, it's not really COVID. They died of, like, pneumonia or something. Like, yeah, but how did they get the pneumonia, babe? Like... Even more interestingly, like COVID, if once you catch it, you have an increased risk of heart attack for the next 12 months. So people are having heart attacks and having their cause of death not being recorded as COVID related. I heard about that. It's fucking horrific. Yeah. Can you <laughs> anyway. Imagine, like, can you imagine like Trump got it and he's still alive? I mean, what's happening in his veins? Like, I don't understand. Like... Well, I mean, it's just like polio, like polio for the most part was pretty mild and it was a small percentage of people who were permanently disabled. It just so happens that if you take a small percentage number and apply it to a huge population, that is actually a drastically large number of people. That's true. All right. Joe Biden has it now, so we shouldn't say much. Yeah. um, Yeah. Fingers crossed, I guess, um, that we don't end up with Kamala. RIP to an Irish king. Hello, Kamala. doomed the most unpopular person to possibly be in this situation oh god it's gonna be so fucking funny i'm just gonna i am i'm an atheist but i'm gonna cross myself i'm just letting you know that's what i'm doing right now physically i'm crossing myself that's what joe biden as a catholic would want you to do i'm praying for him (laughs) we're in the fucking banter timeline now we're gonna have fucking kamala and in this country we're about to elect liz truss a woman who called the irish prime minister a t-sock so we're going to do really, really well. Um, it's just cursed. This whole world's come to fuck. We're a parody of a parody now. There's a Karl Marx quote about this, but I'm not going to repeat it. You know what it is. Um, which of these documents do you need to apply for a national insurance number? Which is like our version of Social Security. Mm-hmm. Um, a document with your address on it. Documents that prove you have permission to work in the UK. A contract from your employer. I'm going to guess it's documents that say it's okay to work there. Like a visa. That's right. That's right. Nice. Although I'd assume you, it's all of them. I don't know. You get a social security number? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we call it a national okay. insurance number. And I only know it off by heart because I've been unemployed so many times. And Mickey put it on every fucking form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wouldn't think that a uh, non Oh, I guess. Yeah, like, I, I'm just not sure if, like. So you need, need it to work in the UK. So if you get a job in the UK, you need a national insurance number so they can have a, ta- a tax file on you. Oh, okay. Cool. And it's all done through that. Um, which of the following statements is true? See, we're learning a lot here. Um, Elizabeth I was a Protestant, and she succeeded in finding a balance between the views of the Catholics and the more extreme Protestants. <laughs> Ooh, this is a trap for Americans, I think. Um, Elizabeth I was a Catholic, and she succeeded in finding a balance between the views of the Catholics and the more extreme Protestants. Is that not the same question? Oh, no, she was a Catholic or a Protestant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Was Elizabeth the first a Catholic or a Protestant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I thought she was Protestant. Yeah, she is Protestant. That was a loaded question. The more extreme Protestants, I mean, Catholics famously reasonable. Um, Yeah, of course. Thanks for taking the quiz. Let us know how you got on. Can we get... Oh, we did pass. No? Did we pass? No. What? It's not giving me my my report. Have I passed? Do you have to just go through and count? Oh, fuck me. Um, (laughs) We weren't keeping score. We weren't keeping score. We got quite a few of them right, though, to be honest. I feel like we've got about 60%. Oh, it says 75% of questions you need to pass, so... Okay, um, so I still got to do some work on my UK history. So, how many questions do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Oh, fucking hell. I think... I don't think we passed. Um, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> so <laughs> good effort. Um, try next time. Um, please leave the UK now. Yeah, um, goodbye. <laughs> I'll get back in my boat. <laughs> Let's see if we can get you to answer better on your own country. Um, yeah. So we're just double quizzing me today. Oh, that sounds fun. Well, we can do. You can do me, but like I've got the I've got the browser window up. So if you want to, if you want to try me out, I'm happy to. <laughs> Should yeah, I put no, this in the chat so, and you can ask me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Send me the link and I'll ask you. <laughs> okay, I'm putting you. this in the Discord chat. Um, I don't know if this is even a good one, but this is just the one I found, and um, there'll be tons. Free 10 questions. That's not a lot of questions. Anyway, I'll take whatever format you want. I will happily try. My grandma was from New York, so I should get, like, genetics purely. I should get, like, one right. Um, I think that's how it works. Do you retain, like, ancestral memory? I don't know. Yeah. The deep ancestral memory. Exactly. I mean, she left She left the US in, like, the 50s, so I'm sure that retains information. Let's so, go. Yeah, I mean, let's I, roll. I, I, preface this by saying i would have moved to the u.s a few years ago now i would be very afraid of getting shot and or put in camps so not for yeah, a no. while yet but we'll see <laughs> that's why yeah we're, uh, we're gonna have to look up at some point uh, perhaps in a future episode perhaps we'll reprise this episode with a canadian test and see if we can combine our powers to become one canadian citizen An honorary one canadian citizen yeah <laughs> that sounds incredible just no research beforehand either i want i want to try this yes definitely. exactly yes precisely okay fantastic all right hit um, me. so this quiz um so apparently i'm just reading this like blurb at the top um one of the final steps for becoming a u.s citizen is you have to take a civics test there are uh there is a list of 100 questions but they only ask you 10 questions just kind of chosen from that list of 100 okay and you must answer at least six correctly in order to pass the average right. pass rate is 91 percent that's quite a so high usually pass people pass surprised. this test okay yeah i would have assumed that the civics part would be more difficult but it's yeah so this I is guess just getting like to the actual quest, quiz part's probably the hardest part right Pay, paying all the fees and getting to the point where you actually get to do the quiz and doing the queue and everything yeah 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 exactly Okay, not getting question... deported by ice. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, geez, yeah. Jesus. Not getting forcibly sterilized while you're in ice custody. 100%. Anyway. <laughs> We're a terrible country. Anyway, <laughs> really let's do bad. this. <laughs> oh, God. The land of so, my ancestors. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> question number one, Dr. Cat. Yes. What What is known as the, quote, supreme law of the land? Um, is it the Supreme Court, the U.S. Constitution... The police or the Declaration of Independence? I think it's the the Supreme Law of the Land. I think it's the Constitution. 
I I think so as well. Yeah, yeah. But it has the it word is. supreme in it, which it feels like a trick question. Exactly, yeah. The supreme law of the land, you think the Supreme Court, but no, it's, yeah, it's the Constitution. Well, it's... Especially because the Supreme Court now seems to think that they can just decide what the Constitution says with no Well, that input. is its job. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, it sh maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe, maybe it shouldn't be its job. Well, the thing, <laughs> I mean, just side note, like, the reason why all of these protections are about to be lost is because nowhere in our Constitution does it actually say that you have the right to privacy. Yeah. Um, it's just they interpreted the 14th Amendment right to um, liberty as necessarily including a right to privacy. So yeah. it was it was that one in, one interpretation that then we just stacked a house of cards on top of. I, I love the global hegemonic system of just deciding on a bunch of scrolls written by old slave owners what all our rights deserve to be. It's just a flawless system. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so that was the U.S. Constitution, spells out the framework for the U.S. government, outlines the rights of the American people, etc., etc. All in all, not, did, did some good things. Could have done more. Some good things. <laughs> Could have done more. The, I mean, the Ninth Amendment is the GOAT. The Ninth Amendment says just because a law hasn't, or just because a right is not specifically enumerated in the Constitution doesn't mean that you don't have the right to do it, you know? Well, there we go. There we go. Mm -hmm. Well, then maybe Amy Coney Barrett should listen to that one. I know, right? Yeah, they just conveniently leave out the Ninth Amendment. No, they're <laughs> the very... Inconvenient amendment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it would be inconvenient to pay attention to it. So. I mean, you know, there's a lot of inconvenient amendments, like the 13th uh, doesn't, doesn't rule out slavery, just... In, if you're not in prison, if you've not done a crime, then you can't be a slave. But you know, if you've done a bit of a crime. Exactly. Maybe, maybe you can, maybe, maybe it's a bit of slavery. A little bit of slavery as a treat. It's, exactly. It's 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 bad. It's it's bad is what I'm saying. Yeah. Actual <laughs> system. Anyway, we're having yeah. fun doing a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is true or false. Yeah. The two parts of the U.S. Congress are the Senate and the Supreme Court. True or false? False. There's a False. Congress. Well, Congress is the two houses of Congress are the Senate and the House of Representatives. Uh, I thought the House was Congress and the Senate was the Senate. Congress is both of them all combined. That's confusing for me. Yeah, it's it's like the Congress is basically like all of our representatives. And the, the way that it, it's worked out is that the Senate is a flat number. There's always 100 senators because you get two from each state. But yeah. the House of Representatives is based on population. So, As it should be. Yeah, so there are more representatives in the House for California than there are for Arkansas. What I'm hearing is that the Senate should be abolished. Yeah, the Senate does end up being <laughs> where we have the biggest problems. <laughs> That's a hot um, take. I'll put them I'll put back in. Biggest problem is the Electoral College, in my opinion. But Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm being facetious a little bit. I'm, I'm just... Punchy. I'm feeling punchy. I don't know why. I've just got up my dose of antidepressants and something's happening to my brain. So, nice. Uh, That's usually yeah, good. Go. The more fighty you are, the less givey-uppy you are. <laughs> exactly. I'm all going to fight for this US citizenship, which apparently I'm 50-50. Uh, no, I'm 100% yeah. in so far, so I might, I might get it. Yeah, I might get it. it. I might get it. Who is in charge of the executive branch? The Chief Justice of the United States, the President, the Senate Majority Leader, or the Speaker of the House of Representatives? It's meant to be the President. Yeah. There yeah, we go. Is. 
There we go. You did it. <laughs> I did it. This will just really demonstrate like how much American culture is like seeped into British culture, really, isn't it? How much of this I'm actually going to know? <laughs> like, I don't need to pay any attention to what is going on in your dinky ass country, <laughs> but you really need to know what's happening in mine. That's right. I mean, as, as it should be, you shouldn't have to know what happens in Britain because it's a stupid country and it's not important. <laughs> Whereas Someday America has like irrelevant. the world has the world the gun to the world's head, so we have to keep it for attention. Pretty much constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when I see a cop car drive by and I'm like, I'm watching you. You know, that's yeah. you. <laughs> With exactly. the, the United States is the cop just crawling, like crawling by. All of us are the America like that. Um, look like googly eyes emoji. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one should be pretty pretty easy. What okay. is the length of the president's term in office? Like four how years. often do we get Yeah yeah yeah, it's four years. Okay, cool. Easy peasy. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Is it actually enshrined in law that they only get two terms? Because I know that FDR had three. Yes, it was after that that uh... they it was so George Washington, very first president, he served two four year terms and then he voluntarily stepped down because he believed that there shouldn't be uh, like a permanent leader. Yeah. Um, and then many presidents followed his tradition yeah. until FDR um, and FDR had the three terms. And then it was uh, after that point that it became an actual restriction. Yeah. OK, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, there's a little fun fact blurb here on this website. Franklin D. Roosevelt is the only U.S. president who served for more than eight years. He was in office from 1933 to 1945 before the 22nd Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified in 1951, which established that a person cannot be elected president more than twice. There we go. There we go. Which Actually, I think that doesn't it means that you're not actually limited to an eight years. For example, if if President Biden were to die right now and then Kamala Harris became president for the remainder of his presidency um, and then she was elected twice, that would yeah, be... Yeah, because she hasn't been she elected could the first for time. 10 years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I mean, let's hope that that does not happen because let's no one would Let's fucking pray. Yeah, nobody wants that. I want to see Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez run just to see what would happen. 100%. I mean, like, she probably won't be able to do much, but it'd be worth a try. I mean, like, the last... It'd be worth a try. The last vestiges of hope that something could be done in the current system should be, like, before... I mean, I think a lot of people, if she doesn't manage to do it, will be like, well, this system's fucked. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, at least we'll learn how far America's willing to bend. Yeah, before we just break and revolt. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Fingers crossed you don't, but... Okay, next question. <laughs> yeah, let's... <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um, uh, what are the first ten amendments to the Constitution called? Fuck me. It's either the Bill of Rights, the List of Rights, the Constitutional Changes, or the Supreme Law of the Land. The Bill of Rights, I'm going to say. You are Is correct. That, oh, thank fuck. I was like, "Is yeah. there anyone I've heard of?" Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like the supreme law of the land refers to the Constitution. We already had that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I thought the I, Bill I of Rights was a separate document. I, I guess you just Nate, just like it all comes out to the Constitution. I guess. I think that the first ten amendments were all ratified at the same time. Mm. So it was like the Constitution. We had that, and then we had this like bulk update. That we just, we called that document the Bill of Rights. Big patch notes. Exactly. A big patch had to go through. America 1.1. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is going to be a tricky one, perhaps. Okay. What 
which of the following are two national holidays in the U.S.? So each one has two holidays. Which one are they? Are they both actually national holidays? Wait, so you get like a day off on these days? Uh, hypothetically, like a person with like the, the we call it a bank holiday. Like the bank will yeah, be closed. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, bank holiday. Yeah, yeah. I got, we have yeah. Okay. So the first option, election day and Memorial Day. The next one, Independence Day and Labor Day. Thanksgiving Day and Mother's Day, or New Year's Day and Election Day? I think it's the second one, because I know you guys don't have Election Day off, because that'd be too convenient. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think Mother's Day is like a holiday holiday. I think it's just a commercial thing. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, oh, our okay. Independence Day and then Labor Day are both those bank holidays, long weekends a lot of the time. Yeah, the Labor Day is always a three-day weekend. Quite interesting nice. that they give Labor Day off, considering its history. That they, um, I think they try and play it down, but I, I guess people just forgotten. I think that it mostly has to do with you need to have these holidays kind of spaced out in order to keep people kind of complacent. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you want you want your occasional three day weekend and like office people don't have to work on those kind of days but like i've always worked shitty retail jobs so every yeah. every time someone's like oh yeah you get this day off i'm like bitch i'm like literally required to work on thanksgiving you know yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's all like it's a bank holiday for people for like the middle class right if you're working yes. like any sort of like working class job and like essential worker thing any job that actually matters you know <laughs> exactly exactly any non-bullshit job yep yeah so i guess um I say oh, as an I, academic, so, like, no, the world yeah. could do without me, so. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we wouldn't know. But, um, I mean, not not with my stuff. <laughs> not with my stuff. I mean, as a, as a paleontologist, like, maybe your work in particular, but your field certainly is, uh, I think, an uh, overall contributor to the holistic well-being of humanity. I will say right now I am working on some things with mice, so at least they're actually alive. So there's, there's something. Nice. Anyway. Well <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm moving on to work that might actually do something. That You know, that could be fun. It could be fun. Um, this one is geography. We're doing geography now. All right. I feel pretty confident. Which, I mean, of, the following... <laughs> <laughs> Which of the following states shares a border with Mexico? Is it Louisiana, Utah, Illinois, or Arizona? Only one. Only one. It's got to be Arizona then. It is Arizona. Louisiana, okay. you are correct, is um, south, but it borders the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure. I, I, I'm trying to, I was trying to picture where Utah is, and I imagine it's more inland, right? There's no like sea border in Utah. It's it's inland, yeah, and it's yeah. In, kind of in northwesterly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Whereas Arizona, like it's yeah, I can just if I, I think picture, it's the entire southern border on Arizona, yeah. Yeah, if I picture Arizona, it looks like northern Mexico, so it makes sense. Yep, yep. Um, oh great. <laughs> um, I think this one should be relatively straightforward. I just I was like, oh my god, there's so many names. In okay, this fantastic, list of, incredible. Yeah. Hit me. Which group of nations did the United States fight in World War Two? Was it Britain, France, and Spain? Fuck you guys. Um, was it <laughs> Why Germany, we be on Russia? Spain's side? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, was it Germany, Russia, and Cuba? Switzerland, Japan, and Germany? Or Japan, Germany, and Italy? Japan, Germany, and Italy. Come on, baby. It's World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we all know this. I just was like, there's so many names I have to read right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love they put Spain on there to throw them off because anyone knows what Spain was doing during World War Two. It's like the fascist guy just sat it out. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna do fascism over here. Never mind. <laughs> just, I'm just gonna do it at home. <laughs> it's gonna do it at home. We've already got the fascism at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fascism one. at home. Just a picture of Franco. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, this is a fun one. This is a fun one. Uh, if both the president and the vice president can no longer serve, who becomes president? Is it the Speaker oh. of the House of Representatives, the Chief Justice of the United States, the First Lady, or the Secretary of State? I think it's the Speaker of the House. I, I think so, too. There was yes. something about yeah. There was something about that's what people were saying like Nancy Pelosi could be president if a bunch of weird shit happened, like when yeah. the when Trump when the whole Trump thing was going down. They're like, oh, if they impeach Trump and Pence, then we can have President Pelosi, and I'm like, that doesn't sound great, but it's better. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, every time I see, I think of Nancy Pelosi, I just think of her like weird clapping like oh god i just think good, good morning sunday morning has got a very good reputation uh mm -hmm. just a very sane and not at all um needing to retire person <laughs> yep that's fine we just have a bunch of like lead paint eating you know <laughs> elderly people who are not going to live to see the climate collapse fucking a congress full of a congress with weekend at bernie's syndrome <laughs> honestly it's weird, like, you, you see, like, every time I see a politician talk, like, most of the time I just read their words and then see pictures of them. But then when you actually see them talk, like, they all talk in this, like, kind of, they almost sound drunk, like. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, slow and stilted, and it's really, like, yeah, y'all really did peel the paint off of the walls when you were 100%. babies. 100%. Like, especially with, like, <laughs> Biden now, because you can tell, like, so he had, like, a, like a lot of memory problems running in. And he hasn't had many since he's gone on, but I know there was some things saying that, like, the president has to take a bunch of drugs to wake up and to go to sleep and shit because they're always so busy. So he's probably fucking high all the time. And he sounds mm -hmm. like it. <laughs> well, he's got a uh, speech impediment. Um, Biden has a stutter. But he doesn't stutter he in his speeches anymore. He just, like, sort of sounds like he's had a lot of whiskey. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I just was like, I'm aware that accommodating and adjusting for the stutter can also cause uh, the I see, voice I see. to just sound kind of weird. Yeah. Um, as you're trying to control the stutter from happening and everything. But yeah, no, I've seen some videos that make it seem like he's just kind of like wandering off and like <laughs> talking to no one. Like it kind of seems like he might be having a little bit of dementia. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to tell. Not sure. Incredible. Uh, so the last question on this one, which I think you've aced so far. Yeah. Is what is meant to stop one branch of government from becoming too powerful? Is it the Bill of Rights, checks and balances, or the separation of powers, a strong military with the president as the commander-in-chief, or a powerful Supreme Court, the highest court in the U.S.? See, this I feel like this is a trick question, because none of these, even in theory, seem to be able to solve that situation. So I don't know who was the one that decided that, that was going to work. I suppose it's B, in that the separation of powers means that one should like tamper the power of the other. But clearly that hasn't worked out, so maybe they should think of something else. Um, yeah, you're right. That was the idea. So okay. it's checks and balances. The concept yeah. is that, like, if you if you break up the government into, like, one branch that, like, drafts the laws, 
um, one branch that's in charge of like the military and like overseeing the laws that get passed. And then finally like a separate group that is supposed to be apolitical that can then determine whether the laws that have been passed by the other two branches are fitting with our constitution. Yeah. Um, but the problem comes in when, you know, the court is supposed to be apolitical, but it has been very clearly like a political motivation. Like they, every goddamn time they will campaign, like the president will campaign on like, we will get to pass our, like install our own justice on the Supreme court. Mm -hmm. So it's, they claim to be apolitical. They ask them questions when they're being sworn in that are like, do you promise not to serve a political goal? and just do your job, which is to interpret the Constitution. Yeah. They can just lie, apparently. And, you know, Amy Coney Barrett can say, like, no, Roe is so enshrined that no one would ever question it as a precedent. And then, yeah. lo and behold, she votes against it. That, um, that just is because it's, per like, I mean, I don't th believe that perjury is, like, a valid crime, because, like, it's just a fucking weird... I mean, maybe... I, I don't get to decide what that is, but surely, like, you have punishments for perjury. But, yeah, these people are being able to say that it's Roe's settled law under oath, and then not get punished at all like once you're in supreme yeah. court you just there's no coming back for you you're just there forever no matter what like you're invincible there is a procedure for impeachment um uh i so i believe that there are some protocols for impeaching someone because because yeah the idea of perjury uh is that like you swore to tell the truth in a legal proceeding um and so because the government in order to make its decisions needs to be able to rely on you being truthful like yeah. being untruthful before the court is is a problem legally so like you know as an anarchist i can say like i don't necessarily agree with that system or whatever mm. but like the idea here in this situation is like if the system is as it is we do need honesty from yeah. what is supposed to be a non-political organization but yeah i mean i guess it just feels weird to me because it seems like court. no it never has any consequences for anyone in power so it seems the people that it would be designed to check it never actually is enforced for yeah pretty much because I, I mean, mean that's the system you I just guess. end up with a lot of like a lot of moneyed interests and people i mean you know it's not really about enforcing the law in a way that protects people it's about enforcing the law when it's convenient <laughs> like yeah but like and like if people took it seriously then like kavanaugh and coney barrett and everyone else who said that the row was settled law would now be you know out of the supreme court but yet they're not and no one's not even taking making moves to do that and i i mean i i guess i know why because they're too cowardly to do anything but it's probably reliant on the senate is probably what the problem is i don't know what the procedure is for impeachment of a justice but the i i think the reason why they're not moving on it now is that first of all they're trying really hard to focus on this trump thing from the coup yeah who attempted coup i should say um and they know that they probably wouldn't win like that's one of the fucked up things about the the carcel system and like all of the laws in the united mm. states is that they just will not pursue things if they don't think they'll win you know yeah is this one of these things where they need a super majority like you do for every fucking law in the world nowadays in the u.s mm -hmm. yeah okay that's that oh, no, no, no. it's the filibuster is the reason why like right now we have like a, a pretty split even senate where if you could hypothetically get one republican on board for like the same-sex marriage act or the right to contraception act which are yeah. both 
in the process of being passed. Like, the only reason why we can't just pass it based on that is because they will then filibuster. And at that point, in order to surpass the filibuster, you need the supermajority of 60 votes. And it's hard to get 10 Republicans to agree. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. oh, great. Anyway. So, am I a citizen now? Have I got my citizenship? You got all of them right. I think you oh, did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at me. There we go. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like a citizen of my grandma's country now. It doesn't really get me many benefits. Um, uh, I guess I can go in and join you in fleeing somewhere else from there, which would be fun. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely. Probably costs a lot of money. I don't know. I imagine so. Um yeah, I'm going to try to figure out the logistics of moving across country. Like, yeah. I don't know how much it would cost for you to emigr- emigrate over here, but like, I'm I'm thinking I'm like, shit, I'm going to have to rent like an enormous U-Haul. A hundred percent. And you get like a huge like um, RV and just drive across like a tour bus something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and take like should... two whole days to drive. Exactly. All, exactly. <laughs> all the way to the coast. Amazing. I'm like, I'm quite like, I'm quite excited to do the Canadian one of these, actually, now I'm thinking about. I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah, maybe we should, uh, I don't know, should we do that next time or should we titillate and make them wait like a month? Oh, I don't know. Let's make it, let's make our mind up like literally five minutes before we start, like this time. Yeah. <laughs> Second plan. No preparation. No preparation. That was the old show. We prepared for the old show. Now we just fucking start recording. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we had notes and everything on the last show, and this time it's just like, I mean, literally, I just show up here and I'm like, what are we doing, Kat? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, to be fair, I quite like it this way. I mean, like, I have to do a lot of prep for, like, I'm, like I do, I'm a scientist in my day-to-day, so, like, cause it's nice to just be able to, like, shoot the shit. Um, mm-hmm. And we get, we get stuff done. We, we record it for over an hour. We've got some good... We, I'm, I'm a US citizen now. Um, you're, you're not a UK citizen. No, nope, so, I gotta work on it. <laughs> there we go, and good thing too, because it's fucking miserable here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even gonna visit Turf Island. No, thank you. Yeah, not for a while, anyway. Um, so what? What I should say at the end of here is, um, if you want to support this show, and you should, because um, I'm getting face surgery in like August 31st or something like that, and oh like. God. I'm in a little bit of debt because of it, so I would like your money, please. So if you want to support this, go to patreon.com slash Bridget Empire, B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E-E-M-P-I-R-E. That's where I've moved the stuff to, because I started like a YouTube channel and I couldn't be bothered to remember what the password was for the old Patreon, so I made a new one. Um, so give me money there, and maybe we'll read your name at the end of the show, and thank you, and stuff like that. And if you want to ask questions of us... If you give me a, a pound on Patreon, I'll make you get a question on that. I'll make it build a little community. It'll be nice. And we'll make like a Discord and stuff. And I will build stuff when I have more than zero patrons. And there will be infrastructure. Um, I also made a YouTube channel under that name as well. I've done a couple of videos now. Very rough. But there's a fun one on woke T-Rexes, which you might like. I put some <laughs> effort into that. And it made me laugh doing it. So hopefully it'll make you laugh too. Um, and if you want to check out Zeph... Um, do you want to introduce your stuff? Yeah, uh, so I'm Luxander. Uh, you can find me on on YouTube under that name and also on Patreon.com slash Luxander. Uh, if you want to help me pay down the debt that I owe from my cat having a medical emergency and then dying anyway, that would be cool of you to pitch me a dollar. Um, if you give me a $1 a month, that's $12 a year, which is kind of like buying me a birthday present, except that I can budget around it. So, See, yeah. And wouldn't it be nice to buy a birthday present for your favorite podcaster? Nice. 
and streamer yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> Next year when I'm hopefully no longer living in the place that I'm living. That's like, true. My Get birthday is going to be about fund. a month after my lease is up, you know. Oh, shit. Yeah, so pay for the relocation fund. Um, True, yeah. I'm probably going to have to start a GoFundMe, in all honesty, for that. Because, yeah, there's, I like, I got a lot of financial stuff cropping up right now. So, support your boy. Come to I the streams. Imagine. Hang out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you got you to help out a trying to need. It's all, always good. True. I'm about always to become good. a political refugee from my country, so all assistance is appreciated. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, give us money if you like us. Um, give us money if you don't. And then um, you can feel good knowing that you've hold some power over your enemies. If and, you give us uh, enough money, maybe we'll shut up forever. Who knows? We will. You know, like, if you give me a thousand pounds, I will tattoo your name on my back. <laughs> that's just a just just a promise I'm going to make right now. I mean, like, that's a lot of money. I'll get, I'll get a tattoo. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah? What's your name? If you've got an exciting name, it's even better. If your name's, like, um, John Gregg, maybe it won't be as good a tattoo. But, you know, is that someone's name? John Gregg? I don't know. Probably uh-huh. somewhere. I'm sorry, Jonathan, Jonathan Gregg, Gregory. You, Jonathan Gregory, if you exist, I'm sure your name is very lovely, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to change it for the world. I love you just the way you are. Um, thank you for listening to this. This has been MKG. Um, I had fun. And I hope you did too. Check out our yeah. stuff. Give us money, and see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.